When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. So? How'd it go with Daniel? It didn't. What do you mean it didn't? He already backdated an excuse, and not only that, he found out I went to Tanner behind Simon's back. Wait, you did what? I was trying to save Thomas's deal without telling him. I had to go to well, somebody. You know what? Never mind. I don't give a shit. But what we need to do is figure something out, because this is my firm, and I'm not going to let that son of a bitch take it from me. Lewis. Why did you have to tell her? That's what I don't get. Why? He was my client for 13 years. I wouldn't have told her. Yes, Lewis, you would have. Last year, you came to me about putting Sheila over the firm. And I told you as managing partner, I wouldn't do it. But as your friend, I would. If I had asked you about telling Donna, you would have done the same thing. You're right. I would. God damn it. What's going on, Lewis? Thomas said that he wouldn't help us. You mean he wouldn't help me? Yeah, I guess that's what I mean. Why couldn't Donna just wait for you? I don't know, Lewis. I really don't know. You think you would have come through if she had? I'd like to think so. Yeah, well, I do too. Because let's face it, Harvey, you pretty much always do. You're right, Lewis, I do. Right now, I think I can. What do you got? They said a head needs to roll on this. What if instead of one head rolling, we give them two? Suits Season 8, Episode 16 is over. And if you're ready to hear us talk about Harvey, then Suits Yourself. I'm Rob Cestrino, back here with the guy who is neither dead nor retired. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, do I owe you a burger? Uh, Go watch, preferably. You know, it's the holiday season. Rob, I'm so confused. I got ready. I I saw this episode, this finale of Season 8, Episode 16. I watched it. It was great. And then I got ready. I was like, okay, Netflix. Screw it. I can't wait. Let's just go ahead and watch uh, season nine, episode oh, one. Oh, yeah. And there was nothing. Milestone. There's nothing else. This we is like, it. yeah, for a lot of people, I think they're going to think this is the end of the series. It feels like it. It kind of feels like it. Yeah. It feels like if if we didn't know there was another season, then I would say, man, that was a crazy finale of, of PSL, ZWL, whatever, you know? Yeah, because this like, is the end of the Netflix run here for us. Season eight, episode 16. That's it for Netflix. There is season nine which is available on Peacock and Amazon Prime, which we will uh, be switching over to. But yeah, if you were not in the know and you binged all the suits and you get to the end, they're like, ah, weird finale, but okay. Guess Donna and Harvey got together. That's the end of the show. Isn't that the big suspense, though? Is Donna and Harvey going to be a thing? And we kind of get that at the very least, they're going to have sex one one more time. Oh, my God. That was like graphic. It was graphic, and they were wearing all their clothes. There was so mm-hmm. much on the top of clothes grinding going on. I said, what kind of... This is kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. I'd rather them have been naked. Yeah, did Harvey even take felt, his jacket off? 
No, I mean, the man was in there like in a full like three piece suit with a cummerbund, you know, like, mm-hmm. bro, do something mm-hmm. like, you yeah. know, Look, that's I don't want to yuck anybody's yum, about. but, you know, um, um, suit play. Yeah, no, I think we can yuck that. Yeah. OK, well, why do they ever not go to Harvey's place? Um, but no. Th- so this was like similar to was this the season uh, what the season seven midseason finale where uh, Donna kissed Harvey and then he went and broke things off with Dr. Agard. He got he ran downstairs, got in the cab, went to we thought maybe chase Donna, but he went to go break things off with Dr. Agard in that episode here. Similarly, it's kind of out of nowhere. I mean, you did have like over the last couple episodes, so many people saying to Harvey like, well, you know, I got to get back to the person that's important to me. I got to share everything that happens with this person. So, uh, you know me, I'm a wife guy. Uh, like, and Har- like Harvey's just like in the middle of talking to Samantha. And he's like, I got to go. Yeah. She's like, so, uh, yeah, Harvey, it's just me and you lonely together. But you know what I really miss about Robert Dane? He's the guy that I would go to to tell my big wins to. Everybody yeah. needs a person that they can turn to when something happens and they have a big moment and then they can say, hey, you special person to me. Look at this cool thing I did. And Harvey is sitting there slowly realizing that Robert Zane retiring is not the reason he doesn't have that person. The mm-hmm. reason he doesn't have that person is because Donna is with Tommy K. And that means Harvey needs to shut this down. So once and for all, he can make sure he still has his person. Yeah. And at the end of this episode, I think he got his Donna. Okay. And he goes over there and then plants one on Donna. I mean, for Donna, I feel kind of bad for Tommy K now. Oh, now you feel bad for now Tommy K. Now I feel bad K. for him. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, Donna wasn't cheating Tommy on K. him before this. Wasn't she, though? Isn't she always cheating on everybody that she's ever been with, with Harvey? That's the thing. They, she could never you be You could argue she's cheating on Harvey with Tommy K. Yeah, pretty much, right? Like Tommy K. She's knows he's like been married to Harvey for many years, and that Harvey right. is cheating. She's cheating on Harvey when she goes out with Tommy K. Yeah, and it's like Harvey lets her step out every now and then because it's a part of their like relationship contract. Like, yeah, we're married, but you can still see other people occasionally, but you can't let it get too serious. And this time, Tommy K. It felt too serious. She broke the rules of 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 poly uh, polyamory, and he's like, no. You cannot go fall in love with somebody else. We're just out here living the lifestyle, baby. So when he sees that it's more than that, that it's deeper than that, uh, yeah, he needs to go shut it down. He needs to get his wife back. And so Harvey had to go and remind Donna what they talked about. You can be with other people, but you always got to come back home. Okay. Are Harvey and Donna, when we come back, season nine, episode one, is Darvey official? It better be. They better walk down the hall with their, like, holding hands with with their hands in each other's back pockets i want to see lewis like heckling them like woo harvey and donna kissing the tree i I want it to be so childish i want them to think that they're like revealing some big secret like oh yeah just so y'all know i think me and harvey we're together and everybody go duh boo we've been new we've been old and so yeah i want it to be full on schmoopy they can't, they're finishing each other's sandwiches. They can't go on a minute without telling each other about everything. Just give me that. There are only, what, 12 episodes left? 10? 10 episodes Ten. left, right? 10. Yeah, let us, live in, let us live in paradise for a little bit. I don't want to do a will day, won't day again. We've already done that enough. So what's going on with Tommy K? Are we ever going to see him again? Who? Who the hell is that? <laughs> but Tommy are K, we have a time jump and then maybe Thomas Kessler is already gone by uh, we get to season nine, episode one? 
I think it's going to be the time jump is going to be tomorrow and Tommy K is going to be gone because what? We don't care about Tommy K. Now, it would be fun if our last season, Tommy K is now the big bad guy because he wants to get his Donna back. Mm-hmm. That would be fun because we've never seen Donna break up with Tommy K. They did have this great conversation where Tommy K is kind of trying to figure out like, now who the hell is Harvey to you? Yeah. Uh, and so maybe that was but, the official breakup. But I we mean, didn't they see it. kind of handled this uh, delicately because I mean, does, at some point, like uh, if Thomas K ends up like, and he has a conversation with Donna, like, so uh, who is, who is he to you? Uh, Donna, yeah. like you didn't tell me. Um, and she's like, uh, you know what? I, I, I don't know. I can't say. Um, at some point, he's like, uh, hey, uh, Daniel Hartman, uh, this is no. uh, Tommy Cahill. Uh, so, not Tommy Cahill. No, well, uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. This, this is uh, Tommy Kessler. Tommy Kessler. And yeah, uh, yeah I'm, a, I'm an honest, I'm a straight shooter. I got to tell you. Yeah. Uh, uh, Donna sad. told me the whole thing. Harvey did break privilege. Wait, Rob, so you don't think that was the end of Daniel Hardman? Because I kind of felt like this was his ultimate like downfall. There's no, we're not going to spend the last 10 episodes still fighting Danny H, then are we? Then what? Then what? I don't know. <laughs> we got a plan for the wedding. I Shoot. mean, yeah. Maybe they talked about Travis Tanner off screen, mentioned, but not in the episode. Well, you know, that's a that's a good sign for suits because if you mention them, they got to show up eventually. I did I did jump when they said it. I was like, we never saw Harvey talking to Travis Tanner. I would have known if he talked to Travis Tanner. He did that off camera too. They're making some big choices here in season eight, episode 16. And I'm pretty sure they're probably going to make some big swings in these last 10 episodes. I would think so. Ain't no, ain't no telling what we're going to come back to. If we come back to a time jump and it's been six months and Harvey and Donna are about to get married, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. Another wild thing that ends up happening in this episode, uh, Robert Zane ends up taking the fall. Uh, this sort of like came kind of out of nowhere that Robert Zane has uh, like this whole issue with Lewis being mugged has reminded Robert Zane of Samantha getting jumped on the street. And I guess they got the wrong guy for this. And we see this uh, by way of flashback. First off, I have to say, I kind of like, I don't know, maybe I'm losing it here as we are 120 some odd episodes into Suits. I, it took me a while to catch that this was a flashback. Uh, the like, I feel like that the filter that they use, especially like with the night flashbacks, was not obviously clear. I was like, oh, my God, Samantha got jumped again. Yes. No. They ju- they put down the uh, they put the little eight years later at the bottom. Oh, but I they they just that. started. But they just started doing that. I think you're right. I think in the past they used to just let the filter speak for itself. But now because it's the night filter and it's the you know flashback filter that it really doesn't give you just like this is an immediate flashback. Also, Robert Zane and Samantha look almost exactly the same. So mm-hmm. it's not even like there's a huge difference. Harvey goes back and he has like those horrible like bleach tips on his hair. And then uh, Mike Ross goes back and he's got like the uh, the Ebo haircut. So it's very obvious when those flashbacks happen. But here, Robert Zane and Samantha, it's been eight years, you know, and and, and for them, not much has changed in their like hairstyle yeah. and stuff. There are subtle differences, but I agree that it didn't feel like that much of a flashback. I was like, oh my God, first Lewis, now Samantha. Yeah. But and then Rob, also when, the, when Daniel Hardman and, and Robert Zane were drinking the scotch, uh, like, I think yeah. that was present day. It could have been yesterday. And then it was, it but, then, but then it was flashback time. Uh, no, it was, it was, it was present day. That was present right? day. Well, well, they had two. So Robert Zane talks to Daniel Hardman in the present time. Uh, but that was present day. But then they talk about, um, in the past when they were actually plotting on, 
leaving their firms to potentially run off together and start their own firm, right? Like, oh, if you get rid of Jessica, I'll get rid of uh, uh, Rand and Caldor. So yeah, they did have their flashback over Scotch, and we saw that they were really good friends, uh, you know, all along, which is weird because no one else seems to like Daniel Hartman at all. Yeah, and Robert James like, no, he's so great. You don't like you don't like Danny H. Uh, so, yeah, Robert yeah. Zane is like uh, supposed to be like a great judge of character. That he was just <laughs> him and Daniel Hartman were boys this whole time, just hitting it off. But Rob, I thought the point of the Samantha and uh, Robert Zane, uh, you know, they're they're like uh, shady case that they did wasn't that they got the wrong guy; it's that they got the guy killed. You know, it mm-hmm. was they got the right guy, but they got him thrown in jail, and then he got murdered in jail. And so Robert Zane's like, had we not. I'm assuming fabricated evidence or came up with some trumped up charge to get him thrown in jail, he'd probably still be alive. And there's no way of knowing that. But Robert Zane has not let that go. And hearing this Lewis and Samantha uh, mugging story coming up again, it's reminding him of how hard it has been for him to live with that moment, knowing that he killed that kid. You know what, Chappelle? You know what probably should have jogged Robert Zane's memory about this a little bit harder? What's that? The time that... They got Frank Gallo killed in prison when they started working with him. Yeah, but that wasn't his business. Robert Zane was like, that, that didn't have nothing to do with me. I don't know Frank yeah, Gallo. Like that. <laughs> Robert Zane was working with Frank Gallo one-on-one. And, and yeah. because they started talking to him, they had him, they had him killed in the prison. Yeah, Robert, Robert Zane, listen, did, like you would think he'd be like, not again. Damn yeah, it. Frank, Frank Gallo was in, yeah, that not again would have been so funny. And he'd be like, it always happens every time. But yeah, uh, Frank Gallo didn't move the needle at all. But this mugging case was just too close to home. It was like almost directly mirrored what happened. And so they have the opportunity to get uh, Lewis's, um, you know, his mugger thrown in jail and to make make up a whole thing and get, you know, do underheaded means to get him in jail. But we saw what happened last time that happened. He hit it. He did it. And now we find out that he got the guy killed. And so he's like, yeah, this guy's a mugger, but he has a daughter. Uh, he, pro- he probably has like another, like some other version of family or friends out there. So yeah, so he steals from people. Is that enough to get you killed in jail? Not for Robert Zane. So he doesn't want to be the one to put him in that position. He doesn't want Samantha to open up that old wound. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Robert Zane, we have this whole big thing going on with Daniel Hardman and that he's going to prove that, okay, they broke privilege. They got him. And so uh, they've got like a couple different ways of, okay, Robert Zane says, hey, I'll get you on the door. Uh, that For for what what reason does Daniel Hardman want to come back to be on the, like, that he wants to be on the wall of like the firm and like then just like be like annoying to everybody constantly? Like, why do you want this, Daniel Hardman? to come back and be part of Hardman Zane, Specter Lit Wheeler Williams. Uh, he wants his name on the wall so bad. Robert Zane says, hey, I know a place they just have a, they have a blank where they just took a name off the wall. I'll get mm-hmm. you on the wall with Rand Caldor. Yeah, and Samantha makes the phone call. She's like, uh, Rand Caldor, what's up? We're trying to get a deal going with Danny H. And... Caldor is like, bruh, nah, kiss my ass. And then uh, I guess Rand, who is also greedy, she's like, uh, let's talk money. And they talk, and they still can't come to an agreement. Neither one of these people want anything to do with Robert Zane. And so Robert ends up going over and talking to Eric Caldor and be like, what's up? What, what's the problem? Why do you hate me so much? Because y'all tried to steal my firm from me, and now you're acting like this is my fault? It's like, here it is, my firm. Here we my go this, again. My dad. 
Always your firm. Well, guess what, Rob? This ain't your firm no more. Robbie. It's like, okay, dang. Robbie, Bobby, Bobby Zane. And so, so yeah, he has a huge issue with this. So, yeah, um, there's some there's some double dealing going back and forth. But yeah, they they want to trade Robert Zane's retirement for Daniel Hartman. Like, we'll put Daniel Hartman on the wall here if you retire. And Robert Zane chooses the nuclear option. He's like, Daniel Hartman doesn't get on the wall and I'm going to retire. <laughs> so what an interesting choice for your friend. Yeah. I thought this was pretty wild of that. They say like Robert Zane's like, that's out of the question. I'm not doing that. And then it turns out that Robert Zane like hatches this whole plan to not get Daniel Hartman on the wall anywhere and forcefully retire in disgrace stripped of his law license like what the hell why would he why would he want that and how many people have to take the fall for the shady business of donna and harvey and mike yeah this is bad we saw jessica basically do this exact same move where it's like it was me i did it Chappelle, this is not a good look for uh, like uh, some of our main characters here that they single-handedly have taken down both Jessica and Robert Zane. The only one fighting back is Daniel Hartman. He's gonna mm-hmm. he's gonna avenge all these fallen partners. You know, I think that's that's true. It's not a good look for our main characters, but more importantly, it's not a good look for ZSLWW or SLWW at this point because. Why would you want to come work here? And these people have been guilty of fraud. They've hired a fraud. Like the man went to jail. They rehired him. They made him a part, a senior partner. Then they they merged with Robert Zane, who is breaking privilege. This law firm should be just besmirched at every turn. It should be like it should be like persona non grata. Like wh- why are you talking about Zane Specter, Lit Williams Willard? Like, why would you want to work there? They shouldn't even be talked about anymore in the same conversation as some of these bigger law firms. Mm-hmm. But for some reason. They're still in the mix. I would be shocked to see that anybody want to to work there. Remember when people used to pl- apply there and Harvard was like, this is our pipeline from Harvard here. We only take Harvard. They'd be lucky to get Arizona University. Not even point. work there. I mean, imagine being a client there. Imagine they represent you. Yeah, they got to get out the game. I think in season nine, the clients are starting to jump ship and they're going to have to get into the game. This is going to be a clinic. They all came This back. is going to be a clinic. <laughs> this is going to be a clinic soon. Uh, Hire Oliver. Yeah, clinic uh, where they do nothing but pro bono cases and help people. Because right now, I definitely wouldn't want these people handling anything dealing with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I did think this was a good episode. Uh, I mean, the uh, the ending was a little wild, but I felt like that uh, very dramatic. Stakes were high all the way through. um, That I really liked the scene with Harvey and Lewis where... Like Harvey has to tell Lewis about what's going on. Uh, Lewis like drops a lot of like it's uh, like at my firm and my this like uh, forget Robert Zane. Lewis is the person who's like always like using the my possessive about things. But he's like Harvey, how could you do this? How could you tell Donna? How could you be so stupid? And he's like Lewis, you would have done it too. He's like uh, yeah. I guess you're right. I would have. You got me. You got yeah, me. got me. Yeah. Because Harvey has let Lewis choose Sheila over uh, over the firm before, too. So it's not like this is the first of its kind. It's just the first time that it's happened to Donna and it's and it's happened with Lewis's managing partner. And so, yeah, Lewis is like, Harvey, how dumb could you be that you would tell Donna this? And then why would Donna tell Tommy K this when she knew she could have just waited to see if you could have fixed it because you always come through? And that question really does stump Harvey and Lewis. They sit there like, you know... 
I don't know why she didn't wait. Like, why was it that Donna just could not sit on this information for one day to give Harvey time to cook? Any other time, she's like, Harvey, you got it. You go, you can fix it. You got this, Harvey. But this time, no, nah, Harvey, it wasn't good enough. She needed to go to other means to make sure that her boo thing was was uh was aware of what was going on. And so I thought the more interesting conversation was really between Alex and Donna, where he comes to her and he's like, hey, yeah, you know why you told Tommy K. Stop playing. It's because you love him. Not Tommy K, but Harvey. She did this to get away from Harvey. <laughs> yeah. I mean, could you follow that logic of that? I was struggling to oh, make no. that leap. This, this makes total sense to me. So Donna is always handcuffed to Harvey. That she is they, okay. they are just they are tied together, right? But now a viable option, the first we talked about this before. The first viable option since Stephen Huntley comes around and he's a good guy. He has integrity, he's handsome. Donna and him have a good rapport. And she's like, if I can just latch on to him, I can finally release myself from this old ball and chain that is Harvey Specter. And so the first chance she gets to help uh, Tommy, she's like, no, let me show how committed I am to you by giving you this thing. And so she does it. But it does come back to bite Harvey. And now she's faced with the, oh, no, I screwed Harvey over for this guy. And I feel really bad about it. She didn't want Harvey to come in and save the day because she wanted to, like, kind of strengthen that bond between her and Thomas Kessler. Because deep down inside, she knows Harvey's not going to commit. And so she needs to start to drag herself away and throw herself in another relationship. That would be beneficial and uh, reciprocal. And so she thought this was the time. This is the time to go all in on Tommy K. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she screwed up. She screwed up. And Thomas Kessler, uh, you know, Harvey goes to Thomas Kessler and says, like, hey, just, like, uh, let me throw myself under the bus. Like, uh, like, just say it was me. Don't throw. And uh, she's like, "What? why is Harvey asking me to throw? He wants to lay down on the tracks for you. I don't understand. <laughs> Who is he to you? Your Thomas Kessler is so good. Keep going. <laughs> what I mean, why does why does he care so much about you, about you? I mean, I I get it, but yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm just an honest guy. Everybody, yeah, people it. mistake my kindness for weakness. He's so just I'm going to take fellow. out a press release and write a strongly worded letter. Yeah, look at this guy, stand up guy, but mm -hmm. also he's not stupid. He's like Harvey. Lewis comes to me and tells me to, uh, to to lie to save Donna. I get it. It Lewis is Lewis is firm. It makes Lewis look bad. It, you know he like this. This makes sense. But Harvey, you're going down for this one. You're about to lose your law license, and you did nothing wrong. So tell me again why you're letting your COO throw you under the bus. It's like, well, I just. I just need you to let me do this. I need you to let me sacrifice myself. So I was like, okay, clearly, clearly Harvey's in love with Donna or something. Fine. Donna, how do you feel about Harvey? And she's just like, I just can't quit him. It's something about him. I, I, he's like an itch I can't scratch. I can't shake him off. And Not so like a like, Katrina ass itch, right? No, but you know what's funny? <laughs> a lot of this really mirrored the Brian and Katrina uh, aspect of the show too. Mm -hmm. Because the thing with Brian and Katrina is that Brian's like, I have to quit my job to get away from you. 
And that's literally what Donna was doing. She's like, I'm throwing myself all in at Tommy K because I cannot be in the same room as you like this forever. Every time we're together, it's always Donna and Harvey, Donna and Harvey, Donna and Harvey, and I will never be able to move on. I need to violently remove myself from this situation. And by throwing myself in bed with Tommy K, and I don't mean in bed literally, I mean like in a relationship with Tommy K, a meaningful one, and hoping that this is the one that locks you down, it's really to separate herself from Harvey in the same way that Katrina was trying to separate herself from her ass itch Brian. <laughs> could what if, uh, could Brian uh, go up on the wall with Rand and Caldor? Brian Caldor Rand, you know, a good, a good Hardman. Yeah. Has a decent <laughs> ring to it. Yeah. I don't know what Brian's last name is. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either, and I don't care. But what I do know is that... Donna Donna has it put herself in a position where she has to she's trying to not have to choose Harvey. Brian again. Altman. Brian Altman. Yeah. Altman, Altman Caldor and Zane. He's not getting first billing over Caldor. You know, Caldor, Rand, and R- Altman. Rand, Caldor, Altman. Rand, Altman, Caldor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's some there's actually some 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 poetry and all of that. But all that to say. Brian and uh, and Katrina had to like tear themselves apart from each other, and I think that's what Donna was doing here. The problem is that Thomas Kessler caught on. He's like, Donna, what's up? You know, like, why don't we have be- Harvey over the house for dinner? No, that's ah, no, you don't want that, Tommy uh, K. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. It no, but serious, <laughs> it's very serious. It's like, okay, is is there uh, something going on with you two? It's the same question. Donna comes home from work and all she can think about is Harvey. So it's kind of like, hey, bro, what's going on? Well, should we just get, we just got to get Harvey in the room or something? Like, tell me, tell me what's happening, what it is and what it ain't, Donna. And she's like, I mean, I love him, but you know, you ain't got to make a big deal out of it. I want to be with you, but I'm in love with him. It's like, nah, we shutting all that stuff down. And so, yeah. Uh, Thomas Kessler, I believe, unless he's going to be a bad guy in the next season, he'll probably pop up once, you know, kind of make a cameo, make Donna regret, you know, re-question mm-hmm. everything. But he's about done here. His time is up. We always knew it. We knew Thomas Kessler wasn't long. He was before. on borrowed time to begin with. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> what else from this episode? Rob, do you think this Darby moment was, like, worth the squeeze? This is eight well, seasons in the And making. there was a lot of squeezing. A lot of squeezing. You have to squeeze when you're trying to get through a vest and a t- and a shirt and an yeah. undershirt all in one when you're trying to grope somebody. Yeah. What uh, time yeah. of day is this? It's nighttime. I mean, it's late at night. Like, yeah. Does Donna ever retire to something more comfortable in her own house? She like, was wearing she like ever... a like a robe. Yeah. There was like a robe involved. It was I mean, like... does Donna ever like have like sweats and like uh, her hair in a ponytail? Like, uh, does she ever like <laughs> like off duty? Or she had like, no makeup on. Like she knew. She's like, I'm Donna. I'm awesome. I know. Like uh, I've got an air tag on uh, Harvey's wallet. I know when he's on the move. If she knew he was coming over, she could have did a little bit better. I'm not <laughs> saying Donna wasn't looking good, but damn, Donna, she didn't even try. She she just stood like got up from her Cheerios and opened the door. Like, ma'am, you could have put on some nicer. You know, Harvey about to come. This is the moment we've been waiting for for eight seasons. That's why I question Rob. Eight seasons in, mm-hmm. eight seasons, over a hundred episodes of Will They, Won't They. We get, we finally get to the Will They. How you feel? You invested this one of the relationships? This is a flagship relationship of television for you? You know, some of these like uh, suits relationships, especially Donna and Harvey, it's like it's like zero or a hundred. Yeah. You like, know? All or nothing. It's, it's like prior to this, it's almost like they didn't even know each other in some episodes. Uh, and then there would be episodes where it's like, well, obviously, I love you, Donna, duh. But now, now it's like, oh, no, we're getting married. <laughs> I just feel mm-hmm. like that's where we are. Like, we've got to the point where there's one season left. 
Let's stop playing around. I don't want to see them date. Let's lock it up. It's been eight seasons. Make the move. Okay. Put a ring Season in. nine of Suits. Right, we could do some predictions here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, season nine of Suits. In season nine of Suits, will Donna and Harvey get married? I think Suits, the show, owes us a real wedding because the Mike Ross and a Rachel wedding, wedding was a sham. Yeah, that was a sham. Um, okay. But will they get married? I don't know. I don't think so, right? I don't think so. I feel like they will be dating, maybe living together by the end of the show, but I don't know if they'll like. It be seems married. like, you know, because that for us to get a wedding, um, it seems like that it would be so much of a departure from like the actual like legal drama. Like it seems like that it, even the Mike and Rachel wedding was sort of like at the very tail end of an episode. So I feel like for Harvey and Donna to be having like a real wedding, like. I don't know how like we would have an episode where there's not like the legal business going on. It'd be tough to know. get like a, a, a an episode like the one where they get married, where it's going to be all about like the wedding day, as opposed to like we don't have a suits episode that's not at the office for the entire time. Yeah, and Donna ain't got no friends, so you yeah. know like with Rachel, <laughs> we knew that Donna was coming in. She's going to be Rachel's uh, maid of honor. We knew that Harvey was going to be. Let's Mike's, get married uh, in the office. Right. And never leave. And wear that suit, Harvey. Wear that same suit. Uh, it was a badass suit, that one that he wouldn't have made out with Donna in. But um, yeah, I think that if it was Rachel, we would know that we would, we could spend the day with Rachel and Donna trying to figure things out, with mm-hmm. Harvey and Mike trying to figure things out. But Harvey, his number two is Alex, and Donna's number two would be Samantha at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody wants to see an episode of Alex and Harvey, like, preparing for <laughs> Harvey's big day, <laughs> you know? Samantha Harvey's bachelor Donna party would be fun with Lewis and Alex. What? No. <laughs> I would ne- like, what? Nightmare blunt rotation. Lewis, Lewis <laughs> would uh, be his best man taking mudding. Can Robert Zane be his best man? Like, just, see, this I is wonder, could we Ross. never see Robert Zane again? Oh, I mean, we haven't done any research, so we don't know if Robert Zane is officially off the show, but mm-hmm. he's not dead. Like you said, he's is not... He's not is dead. He re- he's, a- he's retired. Not dead. Yeah. I, well, I not like, even retired. I don't know if this counts as retirement. I, I could definitely... see him back for the finale, but maybe I could see no Robert Zane for season nine. Okay. Season nine. No Mike, no Rachel, no Robert Zane, and no Jessica, right? I think that there's a chance we see Mike in the finale. I think there's a chance okay. we see Robert Zane in the finale, Jessica in the finale. Like I, I think that the, like all those people are sort of like end game finale players. No chance that we see uh Rachel ever again. Daniel Hartman. I, I think he could pop in, but I I also get the feeling like this might have been it for Daniel Hartman. Dana Scott. I think that she would come to, she might be there at the wedding if it was a like Donna and Harvey wedding. I think she would be invited to the wedding. Oh, she's the maid of honor. She's the best man, the best woman. Yeah. Harvey doesn't have no friends either. I think it would I'm be Lewis. Saying. I think it would be Lewis to be the best Blah. man. That would be Lewis's dream. That's, right. that, that's more for Lewis than for Harvey to uh, end the series uh, as Harvey's best man. Yeah. What are we doing here? You know, we we talked about whose name we're going to be on the wall by the time this thing is all over. And before the end of season eight, we've already lost one name. We've lost yeah. Robert Zane. Could you see a world where we lose another name from the wall before the end no, of season nine? No, I don't nine? think so. I think so. I, I think actually it'll help it to like lose a name of uh, Specter Lit Wheeler Williams. Is that right? Yeah, Specter Lit William Williams. Slow. Slow. Yeah. Slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lewis's baby. Is Lewis's baby born at the start? Like, do we time jump in season nine or do we have like 
it's the day of Harvey's wedding and Sheila's in labor. Are we doing all of the Ooh. like TV finale tropes all in one episode? That's a good question. I kind of would like that a little bit because it's such it's so tropey, right? Uh, Lewis, Lewis is, you had the rings. Like I can't yeah. get down there. Sheila's in labor. Right, and Lewis is like Pat. Lewis is like barely makes it. Yeah, that, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> is is Lewis's wedding before the baby or after the baby? Lewis I don't think we're gonna have too, a right. Uh, let's we have a double wedding. Oh, that's gross. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that's tacky. I don't think I don't we get like Lewis's that. wedding in the show. I don't. Like I think Lewis's that. thing is the baby, not the wedding. Okay, no, no wedding, just the baby. But Harvey gets the wedding. Okay. Yeah, but will will. Lewis, I guess the question is, uh, will Lewis, will Lewis and Sheila have a baby prior to season nine, episode ten? Hmm. No, there's no way. Unless we get an immediate time jump, there's no way they're gonna let the math of the uh, of this pregnancy work like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So interesting. No baby. Hmm. Okay. Um, Robert, Robert Zane and Samantha were talking for a second and he said something about like, go seek out Harvey, go find him. And then maybe, maybe one day you could. And she's like, what? He's like, oh, nothing. What, what the hell was he talking about? Cause it sounded like he was going to try to hook Samantha up with Harvey for a second. Like maybe one day you and Harvey could, uh, you know, they're two peas in a pod. A shot. Yeah. Yeah. He was, remember that was the buildup. Like y'all are two peas in the pod. And I mm-hmm. think that, you know, just, just, just compliment each other. And maybe one day you could go. I don't think we could have a love triangle in the season Ooh. nine. Samantha and Harvey. Yeah. No. Cause even Samantha, that Samantha girl, that'd be low down. Yeah. Cause even she know that Donna and Harvey are in love with she's, each other. Like, stop true. it. It's true. Uh, what'd you think about uh, Samantha Wheeler being back in a hospital? Uh, you know, not my favorite, Samantha Wheeler. Kind of mm-hmm. like her outside of the hospital. She stayed far away from the operating room. Okay. Even when she was on Grey's, hell, I was like, bruh, not for you. When she cut that L there, Rob, I still, ooh, I flinched <laughs> to think about it. Chappelle, let's talk about the Liddy here for the season eight finale. Gotta be Harvey. Harvey? Gotta be Harvey. What did he do? Yeah. Well, and we he, went to Donna's one, he, house? Well, one, he Update got his Donna. Sheet, yeah. He, yeah, update the spreadsheet for him and Donna. He got his Donna. Donna got her Harvey. Yep. But also, Harvey did not lose his license for something he did not do. That's true, but he, really through no fault of his own. He shouldn't have been in that position in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's Donna's fault. Harvey wins the uh, the lady because he's able to keep Donna out of trouble. He keeps himself out of trouble. He gets his Donna. And quite frankly, Robert Zane is gone. So now his name moves up higher on the list of the name partners. He's, he's mm-hmm. Inspector Lit William Willems. And yeah. He's first but, now. but did any of Harvey's actions cause that? No, I think Robert Zane's actions caused this, but he loses his license, so I think he's disqualified. <laughs> okay, so if you lose your license, then you can't get a Liddy. Okay, all right. Why would, so he, why would we reward that behavior? Harvey gets it. So um, the updated Liddies, uh, just in terms of the schedule here. Okay, so this is the season eight finale. Uh, if everything goes according to plan, this episode should be dropping for people on. The 24th of December, 2023, Christmas Eve. The plan here is that there will be no new episode dropping on Christmas Day. And so we will then pick things back up. And it's a good it's a good point to stop in between season eight and season nine. And then we will uh, come back with season nine. Okay, sounds good to okay. me. Um, yeah, a little break for the holidays. Spend time with your family. We're, we're your family here, too, yeah. as well. as suits yourself. But we'll be here when you get back. 
Yeah, we're recording pretty close to uh, when you are hearing these episodes. So make sure you keep the feedback coming in for season nine at suitspodcast.com slash feedback. Okay. Um, References, uh, not really much. Uh, Samantha is reading a book, Inherit the Wind. But we got a lot of feedback for this episode. Oh, really? Let's get into it. All right. Um, So... Uh, somebody anonymously uh, wrote it to say, oh. you guys are living my dream, getting Canon Darby as a Christmas present. Oh. Then yeah, we got Darby. A, yeah, I think a lot of people, you know, because I, I told you, I used to dabble in the Tumblr community, and so I knew that there was one day going to be a Darby. Like, I think anybody with eyes could see that one day Harvey and Donna were going to have to at least give it a shot. Um, but, you know, now we're so close to the end of this show that I think we're getting in in game Darby from beginning to end, and uh, that might be fun. Uh, I might go and log in into my Tumblr and start a fan page. It's like <laughs> just let's like the good old days. Okay, David wrote in to say, "How many people have taken the fall for Harvey? Like seriously, Mike went to prison. Jessica and Robert have been disbarred. Who have I missed? And who else will jump in front of the bullet for the great Harvey Specter? Uh, I think you're missing uh, just how many times did Dana Scott humiliate herself? Uh, all in the name clown of Harvey. Clown nose for Dana Scott. Yeah, clown nose, clown shoes, and a clown wig for Dana Scott. Because mm. she, she deserved better, and she should love herself. Because this ain't it. Uh, but I, I don't agree that Mike took the L for Harvey. I think they both made that decision. Cool but else. I think Jessica and... Yeah, but Jessica and Robert Zane... Yeah, they both took just like jumped right on top of the grenade for him. And um, I mean, Harvey's gotten two of the biggest, baddest lawyers out of town in recent years. He might be the biggest name here left in the uh, in the dogfight, you know? Yeah. OK. Um, David also asked, I think I asked this for every season finale. What would you think if this was the series finale? It is for Netflix. What was the conclusion for Lewis? Uh, everyone else seems to end off pretty well, but I don't think I would have loved ending it on a Darby scene. So I'm glad they had another season. So, uh, as we alluded to, probably a lot of people think this is the series finale. If it was, I guess you could live with it. Uh, Lewis did not really get a lot of closure here if this was the series finale. No, he didn't, um, which is why it's not the series finale, right? Because there's too many questions to be answered when it comes to Lewis and Sheila, Lewis and Sheila's baby, their baby. Um, and so, yeah, I think we really have to find out what the rest of these people are going to do with their lives. We don't know what's going on with Samantha and Alex. We don't know what's going on with Lewis. And though they're all title characters at this point. Their names are on the wall, and we need to close the book on them, too. It, there's more to this story than Donna and Harvey, and that's why we waited eight seasons to address it. Okay. Then Patty said... On this episode, Harvey, this episode, saved the best for last uh, in this episode, dropping the most F-bombs of the season at eight. There were 43 F-bombs this season, a huge increase from season seven's 14. Yeah, Mike Ross leaves, the whole thing goes to F and hell. F and hell. You know, my favorite curse word this time, well, my favorite time they cursed this episode was when um, Robert Zane told them to kiss his black ass. Mm -hmm. It's something about, like... Having yet yeah, like just being able to just like that just let that roll off the tongue like kiss my black ass you know I was like oh, okay I get it Robert Zane I too feel that sometimes mm-hmm. uh, but yeah a lot of f bombs yeah, to I the did, point where I was like flinching I did think about that um, has anybody ever said kiss my white ass I don't think that ever it's ever been said or used before nor would yeah, it be like it like what it don't hit the same. Um, but I'm I'm sure I've heard it before. I'm trying to think of uh, you know, um, what show has done it the most? Like, because I I know it's happened, right? Um, let me do a quick Google search. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Oh, yeah. Uh, what is this? John John Cryer has said it as Alan Harper. Uh, in uh, two, two and a half, and a half men. men. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He only said, kiss my pale white ass. Which pale white. Mean, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it had that modifier in there, um, but it works. I think it does work. And I think if I was uh, Rand or is that Caldor? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Caldor. I was like, why'd you have to go there? Right. Why'd you have to bring race into yeah. it? Yeah. Did I, like I did I do did I did I say something wrong? No, listen, this is not bringing race into it. He's just saying that my ass is black and we gotta acknowledge it. You know, <laughs> we we don't we don't like it's like that that whole like I don't see color thing. Then that means you don't see me. You need to know when you see my ass, it's black and you are gonna kiss it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think there's an article on here that Britney Spears once told people to kiss her white ass as well in an interview with Diane Sawyer. So it happens, you know. Like I said, it's not. Racially charged. It's mm-hmm. just a fact. My ass is black, and you are gonna kiss it. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, um, kiss my lily white ass. That's a good one. But I feel okay. like that that is not so much like a race thing. I I think it's almost like that. It is not seen the light of day. Uh, it is very. Oh, like it, it is like pale? without pigment because it is the sun has never seen it. I feel like. Almost. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, don't get me wrong. I, my ass is also black, and the sun don't see it often, but it's like a lighter shade of black. It's like if I had to okay. like bring it up, you know, it's, it hasn't got the tan that the rest of my body has gotten, I, I, I assure you. Um, but I, again, it's not a race thing. It's more just like it comes with the territory. You, when you black, it just it sound good. Kiss my black ass because it's not it's not black ass or black ass, you know, is <laughs> the way you say it. It really just like a word modifier. It sounds good. Some things only sound good coming from specific people. When yeah. white people say horse shit, that shit takes me out, bro. That's it's so good. It's such a good curse word for yeah. white people. For white like people what? Like really in like that. old west type people? Just in general, like that's horse shit. Like, mm-hmm. like oh, oh my god, he really meant that. Mm-hmm. You know, but but when black people say it, it don't really hit the same. Like, like even my delivery right now, it doesn't have the same feeling. But let let a good horse shit slide out of a white guy's like, you know, whatever. I'm like, oh yeah, he said that shit. <laughs> uh, he meant it. AJ says can you bear to witness the character assassination of Jessica Pearson? First, the criminal prank she pulled in that judge in law school for a clerkship and now <laughs> selling out affordable housing tenants for a job in local government? Harvey's hands uh, aren't cleaning this either. This is Khaleesi-level character assassination. Yeah, Jessica going to work for the man in Chicago is really trying. Like, it's really a reason why I have yeah. no interest in like pursuing whatever. That might this have been world, like, season seven, episode sixteen feedback. Uh, if I'm gonna, if if I'm going to, uh, maybe maybe AJ sent in a feedback note about the wrong season. Yeah, but we didn't even address it. You know, Jessica got put in a position where she needed to go work for the mayor, and she had a choice. It was like take down, try to take down the mayor. Or or get on board with the mayor's office and take out that other lady's job. And it looks like Jessica's going to play ball. She's going to play the long game. And I'm like, Jessica, come on, man. What? Yeah, character assassination for sure. Like We knew she was a capitalist, but damn, selling out affordable housing, I guess. Okay. Um, and then one more. Uh, this is a little bit of uh, medicine for me from Kat. It says, I just have to say, Rob has really been underselling Thomas Kessler as a love interest for yeah. Donna. That man is fine. Far Why more charisma not? than Stephen Huntley or Mark Meadows ever had. I, yeah, I forgot about Mark Meadows' name. Hell is Mark Meadows. How could I forget oh, yeah, Mark Meadows? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Kat says uh, Stephen Huntley is uh, fine. A baddie. Well, th- you know, th- that's what I've been you, saying. You're, he, not, you're not so he, bad yourself. Oh, my God. Stop it. Okay, no, don't stop it. That Kessler voice is mm-hmm. so good. Uh, but, yeah. 
I, I agree. I agree that you have been too hard on Tommy K. He's a he's a, a a tall, dark, and handsome type. He seems to be a nice guy. He's kind of funny. Donna likes him. And like I said, it's been a long time since he... I mean, Stephen Huntley was a small person in comparison to Donna. Like, he was kind of short. Uh, but Kessler, you know, I think he's uh, he checks all the boxes. And he's probably not as pretty as Harvey, but he's not bad looking. You know, he's not... He's pretty easy on the eyes. Hey, so. Harvey, it's me, Thomas Kessler. I just want to say, I heard about the whole thing with Donna. And what I have to say to you, I don't say it lightly. Kiss my lily white ass. You know what? This is it horseshit. Sounds, it sounds like Pinner. <laughs> is that have, what it is? Have Pinner, have Pinner tell somebody to kiss their white ass. Do it. Do it now. Well, I, Chappelle, I would say kiss my lily white ass. My ass. My ass. <laughs> See, it does work. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Kessler ain't white, though. His ass ain't white. Yeah. yeah. Um, He's like Iraqi. Okay. Didn't like know that. Brownish. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chappelle? <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. Uh, so Kiss my brown ass. <laughs> All right. There you go. So, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Right? Season yeah. eight is in the books. Last 10, the home stretch. Could you have seen Robert Zane retiring at the end of the season? Because I mean, no. every episode, we're like, what do you think this is going? With Robert Zane being out, that's well, a big Well, he was hit never the in cast. the main cast. And that was right. the, that was the weird part about, about all this. So, like, so I wonder if they were like, hey, we have no Mike Ross. We have no Jessica. Like, we need you as, like, kind of a bridge this season of, like, okay, work with these guys. But then it's, like, one and done. Yeah, and we talked I about mean, how he was working on the um the the stuff of the Tom Clancy shows. Mm, yeah, this he made it, you know. Um, he made it. I I don't know what else to say. Like he he did his time. Yeah, you know the Jack Ryan yeah. show. So, um, all right, there we go. Chappelle, anything else about this episode? Anything from Facebook? Oh. Uh, yeah, Facebook says uh. Uh, the actor who plays Thomas Kessler is Russian Jewish, you know, so oh. he does have a white ass. Who knew? Okay. Yeah. That's it. Suitspodcast.com slash Facebook. I mean, people are chiming in. Uh, apparently, I was a little too hard on Katrina and that other guy, Brian. Brian, I, I, Brian Altman? Yeah, I mean, no one is no one is reprimanding me, but apparently we all got a real good hate into him as a family. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm I and I appreciate that. Y'all don't leave me hanging because Jeff Malone, y'all had me feeling like maybe I was tripping. But this one, we all can get behind on this one. Uh, Brian sucks, and I never want to see him again. All right. So there you go. Thank you so much for joining us here. Of course, Chappelle, where can people keep up with you? Uh, people can follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show. And uh, yeah, be sure to check out uh, the remainder of this show by checking out checking it out on, uh, I guess, Amazon Prime or... It's Peacock. Where are we watching this at? Peacock? Yeah. You're going to watch it on Peacock? Peacocking. Yep. Yeah. I watch it on Peacock. I, you watch it on Prime. I, uh, Peacock, I watch it on Prime. And then we'll see if there's okay, any see differences in the X-ray or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm at Rob Sister and take care, everybody. Have a Merry Christmas uh, if you're listening to us here in 2023. And uh, talk to you soon. Bye. Peace.